to your potential. Inspiring, educating, and empowering single members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Our hosts are Peggy Matheson, betrayal trauma recovery expert, and Sharon Collier, certified life and relationship coach. Okay, here we go. Episode 30. 30! (laughs) Okay. I'm excited about this one. Yeah, me too, because this is one of my favorite topics. Do I say that a lot? (laughs) I like talking about my favorite topics. Um, This is conflict avoidance in dating. Communicating. And communicating effectively. And I'm going to start by talking about, sorry, I got something in my throat, but um, I'm going to start by talking about how conflict is an opportunity for growth. Now, in dating, this shows up like when somebody says something or does something and it triggers you and you back off or you move towards them in an aggressive manner or whatever. Right. Um, but a lot of times it's people pleasing. We end up not wanting to have conflict and we have a culture and this is, <clears throat> excuse me, this is often the case um, in cultures where there's a high expectation of performance for example the gospel of jesus christ we want to look good we want to feel like we're a good person and we want people to think that we're a good person and so we think that avoiding conflict is the way to do that and that's absolutely wrong well especially when there's so much out there about good conflict well, conflict's healthy. It's yes. going to happen. You have a different opinion than someone else. You have a different life experience, and it's going to happen. But resolving conflict builds trust in your relationships and within yourself. <clears throat> conflict, um, you know, trust for yourself. So there are so many good, healthy reasons why we need to learn how to handle conflict or un uneasy feelings or things that like maybe cause us a little discomfort. Those are important things to go move towards in a gentle way rather than moving away from. Um, So unhealthy avoidance of conflict, it compromises your true feelings and can really affect your health. Because if you're not speaking your true feelings, your feelings get stuck in your body and it can create resentment, you know, You've seen people online, you know, in singles groups, and they just come off seem so resentful or defensive, or yes. sometimes they're pathetically lonely and depressed. And I, I've been there. I'm, the I can, I've been at that, yeah, playing the victim. And that's also an effect, can be an effect of avoiding conflict. So yes. this is very counterintuitive. It's like we are sabotaging ourselves and our own happiness if we if we don't learn how to handle these uncomfortable moments in dating well. And the thing that's great is we've got this opportunity to explore this with different personalities and different people as yes. we're dating. Yes. We can, it's a when something comes up that's uncomfortable or that we need to assert ourselves rather than moving away and people pleasing, move towards it in a you know gentle or baby step way so that you can strengthen yourself and become more resilient and 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 become more healthy within yourself and a better fit to be in an intimate partnership so let's go back to people pleasing um have you seen this a lot Sharon I've seen this a lot I've seen this a lot just in in a ward family where people don't want to 
where they want to want people to see the best in them. Right. 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 And they don't, they don't want to look like the bad guy. And sometimes that can be the fears that I'm going to look like the bad guy and you don't want to do that, but there's deep rooted fear of upsetting each other or upsetting others. And that may be a part of what's going on or asserting your opinion can seem scary or unnerving to you. Um, and an inability to express your thoughts and feelings openly also can be part of people pleasing. Stonewalling or denying an issue exists. I've had this happen yes. to me. Yes. And, and um, where someone says they're going to do something, this is a part of ghosting. I mean, gosh, this is, um, you know, someone says they're going to do something, you're in the middle of a conversation and and you you it gets uncomfortable, so you just exit without yes. saying anything you act like you're going to have more conversation or that you're going to do something and you just don't take action that's stonewalling and by the way it's really bad for relationships so people pleasing is never a good idea honest communication creates connection and the avoidance of it in the long run is just hurting your capacity to be in an intimate partnership so any other comments on what you've seen, Sharon? So um, I think people see conflict as fighting. I think right. a disagreement as, as they have to go into <clears throat> a fight. And so um, we're going to talk about this today, give you some skills, give yes. our listeners some skills so that conflict doesn't have to be fighting because ultimately all we want to do is understand each other. Right. It's, you know? it's just bumping up another's perspective. Bumping up someone else up against someone else's perspective. Yes. Right? And, and you have and to think of it that way. Right. You know, especially where we live in a world, everybody's raised differently. Like our backgrounds are all seriously different. Well, most of us, every once in a while, you know, <laughs> every once in a while we connect right. with somebody who had like the same background. But, you know, the way we were raised, the way we learn, the way we think, it's all different. And so just giving up without getting more information is really stupid you know well, because there's conversations to be had yes right it doesn't give us what we want so I love what you were saying about we we aren't it, we, we don't think of conflict as fighting think of it as an opportunity for growth an opportunity to move towards a person in an yes. in a in a connected way yes so and seek understanding so here are some strategies for overcoming this people pleasing or this aversion to when you bump up against those moments where it's like, Oh, I don't agree with that. Or, Oh, where it's where you feel differently. Right. right. First one is to recognize. And sometimes this is the hardest yeah. part. <laughs> recognize what you're doing. This again, we talk a lot about self-awareness. This is part of emotional intelligence. Actually, all of this is emotional intelligence, but um, be aware of your feelings, of your actions, of your thoughts, what what's happening? Be self-reflective. So recognize what you're doing, that you're doing it. And you can even do this in small ways at church or in relationships where you know there's already a good amount of trust and you're still not going towards something when you disagree with it. You're not speaking out the truth that you're feeling. So just try this in small ways in relationships where you feel there's a good foundation of trust and then start expanding this into your dating relationships. So recognize what you're doing. Number one, ask questions. Yes. What is the story you're telling yourself? 
Is it true? It, it, where does this story come from is another one. And whose story is this? So, so often we project or transfer onto others the stories from yes. our past, yes. from our childhood, right? Yes. So I can't, I can't, I can't disagree because my father will slap me or I can't disagree because then my mother will, you know, whatever, yeah, you know, yes, or, and yes. it might be just a perception that we had got as a child. Mm-hmm. It may not be that we were in a, a conflictual situation at home, but it might have been a perception as a child that we're still carrying. So start to ask yourself some question. What's the story I'm telling myself and what's the feeling I have here? And if it's really familiar, then it's probably a pattern that you've been doing for a long time. So that's a, that's a really great way to start moving forward with this. Okay. So once you've started to ask yourself, what's this about? reframe it. Is there another possible story? Look at what the other person's perspective might be. Okay, so I'm putting this story on them. Maybe they have a different story. And again, get curious. You can ask them questions, you know, and and of course, we want you to ask this not in an accusatory way, not in a way that you have the answer, but in a way that's really curious, like you're really trying to have compassion or empathy for the other person. Yes. Yes, we're going to talk about all that in a second. Yeah, okay. And then if you're struggling with staying present, if it's really triggering you, like you're getting anxiety or or you're struggling or you notice you're not breathing or, you know, things right. like that, start doing some sensory work. Get present. Yes. Like um, if you're sitting across the table from someone at dinner, really taste your food. Take a moment to smell. Feel yourself sitting in the chair, listen to the sounds, access all your senses and just take a moment. And I would encourage you to practice this ahead of time. And anybody, anybody, even if you're not a people pleaser necessarily, maybe if you're more assertive, you go the other direction where you're constantly pushing back on people. Take a step back, take some breaths, get into the sensory work and, and get present. Yes. And then the fifth step is to take baby steps in a different direction, which I already was saying before, Um, like, you know, maybe be a little more assertive, just, you know, start to practicing, you know, when you when you said this. It made me feel a little uncomfortable and I'm trying to understand. Right. Well, this literally is a practice makes perfect situation. If you do not resolve conflict well, this is this takes practice. It does. To, to figure out your communication style, your conflict resolution style. Yeah. And dating is such a great opportunity to explore this. I mean, think about it. There's so much opportunity to meet different kinds of people and to get to know different kinds of people and their backgrounds get curious and to to look at yourself and so think of this as baby steps and you starting to really stand true to what you feel and what you what you know what who you are so that you assert yourself into the relationship rather than stepping back and I want to and I want to um also Sharon you and I talked about you and I talk a lot about people being intimidated by others, people yes. being intimidated by you and people being intimidated by me. And people, you know, we talk about sometimes there's strong personalities and you and I both have had experiences with strong personalities and we kind of, whoa, it takes us back and we yes. kind of take a deep breath and it's hard. And it's hard. I'm not saying this is going to be easy, but sometimes it's hard to face that. But I think sometimes people 
um, and this is where people pleasing can come in too, is that people move away from, from others who are confident. You and I are very confident and we are seen as strong personalities, but we're not necessarily overbearing or anything like that. I think people are intimidated by others' confidence. If that's you, then that is a big, big, big clue that you need to get more self-confidence for yourself. If you are not confident in front of other very confident people, that's an invitation for you to figure out what you need to do to, to strengthen your own self-confidence. Yes. And so I'm just going to wrap this section up with saying the benefits again are, first of all, you're going to become a lot more attractive. Yes. It is so much more yes. attractive when you stand up for yourself in a in a way that's that's congruent with who you are and your value system, yes. which doesn't mean you ha- don't have to yell, you don't have to be obnoxious. And sometimes some people honestly are going to be bothered by this because you are not going along with their agenda. Yes. And they may want to have control over you. And maybe you're the kind of person that has been so people pleasing and so withdrawn that others feel like they can have control over you. And as you step forward and assert yourself and assert your emotions and what you want in your life, you're going to, you're going to, you might ruffle other people's feathers. Well, just let them go because they're not your people. Right. You want to be around people that are going to be happy with you asserting who you are. So you're going to become more attractive. You're going to become more confident. You're be able. You're going to be able to connect more and create intimacy for yourself, so that loneliness and depression can go away. You're going to build resilience and strength, and and you're going to be more healthy, more physically and emotionally healthy. There's just so many benefits to actually handling conflict or just disagreement or someone who's just yes. different than you. And well, you're going to be way. happier. You're going to be yes. happier because you know you have the skills now. You know. Yes. Absolutely. So, and if you are struggling with this, if this is a repeated pattern for you, get help with a coach, get help. Sharon would be great with this, where you can can set out a plan and say, I'm going to plan on doing this baby step this week and working on this in my relationships. And I'm going to make these adjustments. And then you have an accountability coach or someone that can help you with those things. I would highly recommend that if this is a pattern for you. And I can tell you, there's a lot of people in the singles world that I have seen and Sharon has seen that need help with this particular issue. Oh, for sure. sure. And now, and and now back to now onto other kinds of communication. Let's talk more, Sharon, about, about just communication in general. Right, right. So I did a class, geez, more than a year ago. And I looked at the class and I just think, man, I learn a lot from my clients. <laughs> I just appreciate I, love it I just appreciate my clients so much because I learn a lot. So this is my takeaway. And then I looked on the LDS site about good communication. They had three points and I'm like, I hit them all. <laughs> yeah. So I'm so That's excited good. to share this today. Okay. Um, number one. This is a complaint that men have had, but I'm sure plenty of women have had. Choose the right time to talk about things. Oh, yes. and it's hard for women. And it's hard yes. for us to know that because we think now is the time. We think right me. now is the time. And sometimes it is. Sometimes right now is the time if it's a good situation. But ladies, if you don't address a situation in the moment... You need to be careful of when you approach this with men because men live in compartments and we don't. So a man can't be in his football 
compartment or his work compartment or his kids compartment and have you say, we really, really need to talk about our relationship because that wall is going to go up. So, and you know what, men, there's sometimes ladies don't want to talk about it either. So we just need to make sure if you have a nightly phone call, that's a good time to bring something up because they are expecting to talk. Yeah. You know? Or you need to arrange a time and just say, hey, um, we need to talk through a couple things. If you don't mind, is there a good time we can talk? Just to make sure our men are in there talking or dating or you compartment so they're not totally thrown off and you don't get a big wall. Because it's not bad that men are compartmentalized, but they are compartmentalized. So we need to be careful of this. So choose the right time to talk. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Do not attach yourself to being right. Okay. Now, you know what? We want to be seen and heard yes. and understood. Everybody does. And so we are so focused on, I've got my perspective and I want you to see it. And it's, you know, you believe in it, right? Yes. But that can cause so many problems. Right. So we want to seek first to understand. We want to understand because once again, we all come from different backgrounds and different marriages and different situations and everybody has different strengths and weaknesses, you know? So we want to make sure that when we go into this, we are going into it not to be right, but to understand. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Next thing, be positive and validate their good points. If you have to discuss something a little bit ugly, there's good things about this person that you appreciate. And maybe start out with that. You know? Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. we have the best time together. You're so funny. You make me laugh. Everything you say. Um, I love holding hands with you, whatever. And then, you know, just say. Or I really admire that you responded this way. You've been so good about how you responded to yes, this or something you know, like that. Because yes, yeah. everybody wants to be validated, right? Absolutely. Um. Okay. Next one, <laughs> let's watch our approach. And we're only going to talk about the current problem. So if I have to approach something, my normal go-to is I was confused by this. Because yeah. I don't feel like that's accusatory because you don't want to accuse. You right, want you're to- using the I statements. Yes. You're talking about yourself and not blaming the other person. Yes. And, you know, you only want to talk about the current problem. You don't need to go, this happens over and over. This is just like the time you did this. You just need to stay on the current problem and be honest. Do not exaggerate. Tell your real, real feelings. And this is what we just talked about. This is hard for some people. But if they're your real feelings, you are doing yourself a disservice by not being honest about those. Absolutely. Okay. Practice good listening skill. Okay, you're trying to understand the other person's point of view. You're not trying to accuse, you're trying to understand. So listen to hear what they're saying, not to respond. How many times have you heard that and still (laughs) listen to respond? Right. Well, there's active listening too. So active listening is And this is a really valuable skill and something you can absolutely should be practicing. And that is you repeat after them what they said. Word for word. That's a good listening skill. You don't use a different word. How many times have I been in a conversation and I say something and they say something completely different? They've taken it and exaggerated and used different words than I 
than I said. And I will go and say, I didn't say that. I didn't say yes. that word. Yes. This is not what I meant. Yes. But, you know, and, and those are, you know, and if somebody's willing to look at that and go, okay, oh, I'm sorry, that's great. You know, that's someone who's willing to work on it. And that's great. But repeat back to them and say, yes. what I heard you say is, and then is say it in their yes. words, is this. And that just helps to soften the whole thing. Right. Well, that's it validating. Helps. They're once yeah. again being validated. It's like, okay, I just heard you say this, you know, and I took it like this. You could even take it a, a step further and just say, you know, I'm making sure I'm understanding correctly. Right. You know, and that is very valid. Great point. That is yeah, a great really point. good. And and listen, you're gonna learn something about these people. Like as a coach, I have to listen and I start writing stuff down. And you know what? Sometimes they call about one issue, but the underlying issue is something completely different because they start saying it over and over and over again. And I'm writing things down and I'm like, whoa, whoa. this is not really the issue. Why did you say this five times? And they're like, did I? <laughs> and you're like, yes, you did. This is, and this so, is part of the value of a coach. Yeah. You know, yes. And so listen, really listen, because you might hear something in there that you learn something new about this person. This is not really the issue. There is an underlying other issue. And so listening skills are so important. We could do a whole podcast just on listening skills. For sure. But we're not going to today. Not today. Okay. <laughs> um, part of listening is being receptive to their side of the story. We just talked to that, right? Um, and you need to no matter how upsetting it gets to manage your emotions. Here's more emotional intelligence, okay? Mm -hmm. It's like, they might come back at you and say, my behavior was based on this, you did. And you need to make sure that you're managing your emotions and that you're being receptive in a kind way as well. Because if you're mm -hmm. expecting them to accept this with kindness, you need to be reciprocated, uh, reciprocating that to, you know, whatever they have to say. Okay, next one is super important. And most people don't know this. If things get heated, take a time out. When things start getting heated, a lot of us go into fight, flight, freeze or appease, right? We right. definitely don't want to appease. Mm -mm. We do not want to appease, but we don't want to fight or flight either. Sometimes, well, we're going to say it's a temporary flight. Sometimes it takes 45 minutes. Once your fight, flight, freeze, or appease, once your amygdala starts starts doing jacks, yes. <laughs> Sometimes it takes up to 45 minutes. Sometimes you really do need a time out. Super, super important to not turn it into a fight. Yeah, you, you know, can just say, it, hey, I need a time out. Time out. You know, yeah. It's like, you know what? This is good. You know, we just need to take a break for a second and go take a walk or something and then come back and discuss this calmly okay yeah okay and then how they respond is an important um it's important for you to know that if they respond badly that they have some issues that probably aren't going to be worked through so it's important to really you know, take it in. How do they respond? If they respond yeah. aggressively or sarcastically or whatever, this is telling about who a person is. And sometimes that's a reassessment if you really do want to date this person. Absolutely. This is information gathering about yourself and about them. Yes. This is this is part of why 
learning how to communicate effectively and exploring this in the dating world is so valuable because you learn so you can really learn a lot about another person and about yourself. It just is a part of building, you know, that connection with the right people and recognizing who might be, you know, a good fit for you and who's not. Yes. The other thing I would love to add, um, Sharon, is that it can be, it can take you miles towards intimacy and connection by owning your stuff. Yes. If you recognize that you have reacted in a way or acted in a way that is um has create has caused more discontent or more conflict between you or you realize oh my gosh i'm i realize that i have a lot of fear here and this has to do with my mom or whatever yes you know and so just say i i own that that's mine I mean, I say that's, you know, I do that right. a lot. I say, you know, that's, this is what's going on for me. So, and there's nothing wrong with that. That can create so much connection and so much um, goodwill when yes. you actually acknowledge that there's a part that's yours. If there is, if there's not, for heaven's sakes, don't own any of it because right. that's not going to, that's just dishonest and that's not going to help you. It's not going to help them. It's not going to help the relationship. Yes. So, and but, you know, watch responses like you're just being too sensitive. You know, well, that's an accusation. You know, yes. But, you know, like when I t- when I say watch how they respond, you know, you don't want somebody who's going to turn it back around on you. This is very telling. This is very telling of who a person is. And absolutely. that's why conflict resolution is so important. I mean, you learn about you, you learn about them. You know, and sometimes just opening up the conversation, maybe they've wanted to talk to you about stuff too. Maybe they're holding in little resentments that can be resolved. So, you know, learn your communicating style. And this really is, like I said before, a practice makes perfect thing. You know, it takes practice and it's out of most everybody's comfort zone. We are pleasers. Yes, we are. Most of us are just, you know, it's just innate. We're just pleasers. And so, um, that is mine. Do you have any other comments, Peggy? Well, let's just reiterate that it is important that we feel seen and heard. Yes. We've got to do it within ourselves. And this is a part of feeling seen and heard by ourselves. This builds self-trust. It strengthens us. It helps to it become it helps us become lonely resilient, <laughs> resistant to yes. loneliness and depression. Be being willing to look at these things. Now, some of you out there, or some of us, because I think there may be times when I've dealt with this too, may be so in it may be so much a part of our personality and the way we've grown up that we just don't realize that we can't, that we aren't handling conflict at all, that we're actually moving away from it. And we may be moving towards relationships where it feels like there's no conflict. And that can be dangerous too. That can be because there's, there's just, there's no way that you're not going to bump up against someone else feeling something different than you do and having a different response than you do ever. And so if you are in a situation where you're like, well, that doesn't ever happen to me, or, you know, I never have to do that. What would we ever fight about? Right. What would we (laughs) ever fight about? Uh, Check it out. Start yes. asking yourself some hard questions, you know, be introspective, 
you know, this is, again, this is part of emotional intelligence, the um, intrapersonal, which is inside and the interpersonal, which is outside, are right. all part of that. And so um, hopefully you got some, this has been really awesome. I mean, <laughs> this is a really good reminder for me too. And I've been thinking, as we've been doing this, I've been thinking about my interactions with people. And um, I'm, I'm happy to say after many, many years of practicing, practicing this, I do implement most of these things when I communicate with people. And so you can get there you can and it will be uncomfortable at times get some support um, and start the year off right yes. give yourself a gift of loving yourself trusting yourself being honest with your emotions and in your interpersonal reactions so yes with people sure. and interactions okay episode 30 check done <laughs> bye-bye everyone Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it inspired you on your dating journey. Please share this with anyone you think might benefit from what you've heard today and subscribe to our channel. Check out our website at datetoyourpotential.com and take our free quiz to see if you are dating to your potential. We want you to know you are not alone. We support you. We are in this with you. 